Welcome to this week's episode of Conversational Tea. I am your host, LaToya Johnson. Let's get into it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, start of a new week. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and I thank you for coming back. Last week was heavy, super heavy. God dealt with me on that topic, um, church trauma. So many thoughts are flooding my mind, my spirit. I did get a couple of calls from some friends and kind of just shared their experiences. And it's really unfortunate that nothing surprises me because so many things are just okay now in the church that shouldn't even be acceptable. So I just want to dig a little deeper. We are going to talk about some uncomfortable things today. And that's quite all right. Talking about hard conversations, I believe leads to healing, leads to other good conversations that can also lead to healing. Like you not talking about something that's in your face doesn't mean it's going to go away. Okay, so for me, it's like, yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm going to talk about it. And hopefully there are some men and women out there that also want to see a change. So last week, we briefly talked about church cliques. And of course, nobody hit me up to tell me why there are church cliques because you yourself, sis and sir, don't even understand why. Okay, so of course, you're going to have different groups in the church. You're going to have people in the church that connect based off of work, based off of different walks of life. Okay, single moms group, you got the dads, you got the sports fanatics, you got the sororities, you know, naturally those things are going to happen, right? That's just life. You're going to find people that you naturally click with. However, when you start excluding people with that mean girl or mean dude syndrome, like, oh, you can't sit with us. That is when it becomes completely disgusting, not in my eyes, but in the eyes of God, because the whole point of the church is to love God's people, help God's people, and to sprinkle the name of Jesus Christ everywhere you go. So if people are coming into your church homes, broken, in despair, looking to see something different, meanwhile, you're up, you're praying, You're tearing up the church's carpet, shouting to and fro, but yet you can't even speak at minimum. You can't even say hello and offer someone a warm greeting. Please, ma'am, and please, sir, let's do better. It's just downright rude. I've seen it. I've experienced it, and it absolutely sucks. No one should feel uncomfortable coming into the house of God. It's not up for debate. No one should feel uncomfortable or excluded coming to a church. In my opinion, the church ought to be the most welcoming place on earth. Think of it as a hospital. People are coming in broken, hurt, beat up by the world, trying to get a sense of healing, trying to find ways to cope with life, trying to find ways to be better. The church should offer that. Everybody in the church should be working and striving to be better than the day before. No one should leave there worse off than they came. I stand firm on that. I've seen it happen. That is why I can talk about it so freely and so boldly. How can you, sis and sir, listen, I'm not even talking about people that are in position. How can you be at church and not at minimum be a nice person? How are you in these roles and you can't even say hello? I wish y'all, I wish this was the live so y'all can talk back to me because I would really love an answer. I would just really want to know why this is happening. People being excluded. I think People should go out of their way in the church to be friendly and to make people feel like, hey, you are welcome here. That's the whole point, to get them in there, show them the love of Jesus Christ. But you can't do that being nasty. You can't do that being a gossiper. 
You can't do that being judgmental. There are people that come off the street, clothes may be tattered, clothes may be too tight. Who knows and who cares? It should be a place where everyone is welcomed with open arms. I know in my experience, I'm always going for the person that's off, ducked off in the corner, head down, seeming unsure of themselves. Like those are the people I usually gravitate to because I love to lift people up and to make them feel better. That is what Toya does, okay? That's just me. I was that way in school. I, I'm that way at work. I'm just that way. But I feel like that should be a standard in the church. Be welcoming, be open, be vulnerable. Put on a smile. I don't even care if you're not a people person. <laughs> I don't care if you think you're not a people person. Let's just say that. Because how can you be in church leadership and not want to have a heart for the people? Let me know. I'm just waiting on someone to tell me different. The church should be the most welcoming place on earth. You should leave there on a high. You should leave church feeling challenged to do better in your everyday life. Some of us may leave convicted. That's good too. That's God talking to you. That's God giving you a chance. Hey, this ain't right. Let's make a move. Yeah, but nobody should leave church feeling like, wow, no one talked to me. Or I heard them whispering in the corner. Y'all don't think that happened? You know what? <sighs> this podcast, th this particular topic is in no way, shape, or form meant to be messy. But it is, it, it is definitely, it needs to be some type of exposure. Because I'm downright tired of it. I'm tired of people getting into these leadership roles just because you want people to think that you're it and you got it, but you're still acting stank. No, have a seat. Do you want to be responsible for somebody else's brokenness? Literally, what if someone comes in on their very last leg? What if somebody comes in and is like, you know what? I was going to commit suicide last night. God touched me. He changed my heart. I'm going to church. They come to church and they still leave feeling like, you know what? Everybody's just nasty. The, the world is nasty. People in church is nasty. Like, come on. We should take responsibility for our actions. And if you can't live it out, just have a seat until God is able to touch your heart. I don't believe anybody should be in leadership and you don't want to mess with God's people. That's backward. I could use for the example customer service. What if you pulled up to Chick-fil-A and y'all already know Chick-fil-A gives the best customer service hands down. What if you pulled up to Chick-fil-A and they forgot your sauce or they didn't offer you that smile? You'll feel some type of way. Purchase customer service should be far and above what Chick-fil-A has to offer. Come on, somebody. We should not be receiving a better experience at a chicken joint than we do at the lower the lord's house y'all know that ain't right i guess another good question would be how would you act if jesus christ was physically sitting right next to you i bet you'd do better then <laughs> and see that's the problem because we don't physically see jesus we really some of us really forget how to act we should take his presence very seriously how you treat people how you talk to people how you move god is always watching He's always there. And at one point, you will have to answer to him. It's easy to be a genuine person. It's easy to be nice. 
For me, I don't even believe in that fake it till you make it. No, pray and ask God to change the situation. But I don't understand why people in leadership have put themselves on these pedestals and act like now you're holier than thou and you can't do basic work. No, the biggest work in the church is being right by God's people. You heard me. (laughs) Being right by the people. That's what it's all about. I don't want any church trauma on my hands that I that I caused. And here's the thing. Some of us will unintentionally hurt people, okay? Because unfortunately, there are people that are in the world that think, oh, if I go to church, everybody's supposed to be perfect. Now that ain't it. That ain't the truth. And <laughs> no ma'am and no ham and no turkey. Nobody walking this earth is perfect. There should be no expectation on people so high that if somebody makes a mistake or not call you back or was busy ministering to somebody else that you just fall off and now you can't come to church. Now, everybody needs to take their responsibility now. Everybody involved needs to take their responsibility. But for me, it starts with the people that know better. Because y'all know the saying, if you know better, sis and sir, you should be doing better. I really don't want to beat a dead horse when it comes to uh, being welcoming and being genuine in the church. I feel like that should just be a standard. Everybody involved should already know. Like, it's nothing to really even think about. If you're in church, especially church leadership, I think that you should have a heart for God's people. And if you don't, I would just kind of be questioning why you're doing what you're doing because you can't be over the praise team and have a nasty attitude you can't be on the usher board and have a nasty attitude because listen ushers y'all the first people the first people they see when they come in the church how you gonna be a mean usher we've all known them (laughs) now you can be a firm usher because the usher shouldn't take no mess but listen you got to be welcoming to god's people i have seen women come in who maybe didn't really know like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Some people just don't know, y'all. I have seen women leave the church scorned, like, oh my gosh, they talked about my skirt. Because listen, it's it's happened to me. <laughs> it has happened to me. Like, Toya, why do you, that's that skirt's too short, or why was you, wow, but sis, aren't you happy I'm here? <laughs> aren't you happy I'm trying? You just gonna wash your hands of me because my skirt hits me at the knee? My God. Woo. Send me where the broken people at because this ain't it. So yeah, I don't want to beat that dead horse. Do better. Do better to see better results. Because like I told y'all last week, it's a lot of people that's never coming back to your church. And I think we have a responsibility as church leaders to go out and get these people. I really strongly believe that. If the people are not coming to you, you must go to where they are. Yeah, be the light. Get out here and chase these people. Come on now, it's that serious. Saving souls is a nonstop situation. Man, I wish that everybody just took it seriously and not be so concerned with the numbers on the membership roll the ties and offering for that week, the building fund, the chicken sales, the lemonade sales. You know what I mean? Like at one point, at what point are the people going to be the number one priority? Okay. These are just questions that need answers. I don't know. Just saying. So yeah, there's that. My second thought for today, and I kind of touched on this brief. I would just ask you certain sis, whoever's listening, ask yourself why you go to church. 
everybody's answer, I believe, could fall closely into the same category. But I know for me, at some point in my life, I was literally going to church because it was my daddy's church. And because that was the thing for me to do. My dad was a pastor. Toy, you must go to church. It took me many, many years to start to, to develop my relationship. Yes, I'm thankful that my parents set me up in a great foundation. But at some point, ma'am and sir, you've got to start your own relationship. Your mom and dad can no longer, cannot answer to God for you. Nor do I want to be caught out here Well, my daddy said, or my brother said, no, you need to know the word for yourself. I don't go to church for men. I don't go to church for friends. I don't go to church because it looks good. No longer. But when I tell you, I used to just go to sing in the praise team. <laughs> That's facts. I will put on my best gear, my highest heel, beat that face to the gods and get on that stage and be fake. Sure did. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. So if I can admit I was going for the wrong reasons and then I was eventually convicted in that and God started to work on me and it started to be a true change from the inside out. I don't care what it looks like. I have developed a relationship with Jesus Christ. And guess what? That does not just start on Sunday morning when we meet for worship. No, you got to talk to him all day long, every day. You got to get in that word. You have to pray. You need to meditate. There are certain things that you do to have a healthy relationship. Y'all been dating. Y'all know what it is. Some of y'all married listening. Some of y'all are in situationships. Some of us are on the side. However, whatever kind of relationship you're in, you know it takes work. So how dare some of us be dry all week long? Then we come on Sunday expecting the man or woman of God to give you everything you need to sustain you? Sadly mistaken. It's time to dig deeper. If you were waiting on a sign, this is your sign. You're welcome. The man and woman of God definitely are in position to feed God's people, but you must do your own work. I can use for the example, if I told my children day in and day out, I love you, but I never fed them. If I never bought them clothes, if I didn't make sure they had a safe place to stay, they might be like, you know what, mom? I don't really know how I feel about your type of love. Oh, okay. Relationships take work. They take action. It's not a one-sided thing. Let's stop putting the men and women of God on these pedestals as though they're perfect. And when they do something you don't like, now you mad. Now you in your feelings. And then you want to call church hurt. No, we're not going to do that no more either, ladies and gentlemen. Take your responsibility as well. Y'all want y'all looking at these pastors like they're Jesus. They are not. You pull false expectations out there, then you get your feelings hurt. Now you church hopping. Now you mad at the next person. Now you don't now you using that as an excuse not to go back to church. No, no, we not gonna do that. So if that person is listening, I'm praying for you. Cause that ain't right. People are going to mess up. People are going to let you down, whether it's intentionally or not. It's human nature. We all sin. We all mess up. Some people may just miss your call by accident, sis. It's not deliberate. Come on now. These men and women of God, are they're just not 100%. Some of them are dedicated just to the church. But listen, in this day and age, they work in full-time jobs. Their parents, their spouses, their friends. Like They have many 
other hats that they wear. But you walk in with your problems and expect the world to stop for you. But are you doing your own personal work? Oh, okay. I just thought I would ask a, a quick question. That's it? That's it, that's all. Are you doing the work? Or are you really depending on somebody else to fix your life? This is not Iyanla. <laughs> you must do the work. I thank God for my parents, again, for setting a foundation and introducing me to Jesus Christ. But that's all they could do. There comes a time when it was time for Latoya to say, you know what? Let me get serious about my walk. It's more than getting on this stage, hollering and screaming and falling out and singing your very best. Oh, it's way more than that. God is was up there looking at me like, this girl don't even have a clue. She just wasting her little time. And that's exactly what I was doing. That's exactly what I was doing, wasting my time. And I just feel like the Lord was up there shaking his head at me. And how embarrassing is that? <laughs> Your parents ever been disappointed in you? I don't know about y'all, but when my dad used to get upset with me, baby, that hurt me to my core. If my parents said I'm disappointed, oh my gosh, my world was over. I didn't like that. So imagine how our father feels about us when we purposely go against his rules. Think about it. Y'all know that ain't right. Y'all know that ain't right. Some of us need to stop playing church because you're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting others around you. Stop playing church. Stop playing with your gifts. Stop thinking because you're in a position that you are the elite because God don't care nothing about that. There's not going to be a group or a section for um, the praise dancers in, in heaven or um, the people that were over the kitchen committee. No, stop it. Stop. If you think you're getting into heaven off your status, no, no ma'am, no sir. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. Because if it was a point system, some of us would be high up there. But God judges your heart. He judges your action. How are you treating God's people? Are you Have you created your own self-righteousness? Like, come on, people. We're going to have a conversation today. The term church folks, I'm telling you, a lot of people are turned off. And I get it. I totally understand. Been there, done that, wrote a book got a t-shirt <laughs> this is real and it's time out it's time out the world is just in bad shape y'all know it's just getting worse prophecy is being fulfilled come on now who really just wants to waste time playing or or going off of what it looks like or what would they think about me i'm up here i'm doing this this and that man that don't mean nothing stop trying to be people pleasers in the church stop it do the work of the lord stand on that and bear your good fruit. You doing the work of the Lord, everything will flow from that. No, you can't take everybody with you. And no, everybody's not going to accept you because you're going to do trying to do the right thing. A lot of people that have that have uh come to a place where they really want to serve God in fullness and everything that comes with that, you're gonna lose people along the way. Maybe family, your lifelong friends, who knows? But that doesn't mean anything. Stand firm on the word of God and live in his truth. We should be pleasing God, not people. I've been there. I know about it. I know all about it. I know all about it. Stop trying to prove yourself to these people. <laughs> if that means you got to come from behind, I don't know, the media ministry or off the usher board to get your heart right, do that. Don't be out here serving 
with a bad heart for God's people. That ain't it. That ain't it. If you need to say, you know what, pastor, I think I just need to take a, st- a second to sit down and work on me and the God in me. That should be respected. More, m- much power to the person that realizes I'm off right now. Let me take some time to get it together. There are no gold stars waiting on you in heaven. I told my Bible study group last Wednesday, at the end of your journey, at the end of your life, you know, you would hope for the Lord to say to you, servant, well done, right? So I have tried to break that down into each day. Like, okay, today, June, whatever it is, June 5th, Lord, are you pleased with me today? Did I break it down minute by minute, hour by hour? Because I'm telling y'all, Satan is busy and he's not playing with us, especially with the people that are called to hire. He ain't playing with those anointed people who got an extra little razzle dazzle on their life. No, he coming hard for you. Take the pressure off yourself. Do what you can every single day for that big buildup at the end. Stop taking your life for granted. Stop taking your gifts for granted. Stop taking your purpose for granted. You know, the thing that you keep avoiding that you know the Lord is calling you to do? Man, stop playing with yourself. I know somebody's like, ooh, ouch and amen. Yeah, it stings a bit. It like the Sour Patch Kids. It, it first is it's, it's nice and then it's nasty. Let's be real about this thing called life, y'all. Let's be real about God's calling and let's be real about the church. If you got to meet up with four or five friends in the park, and worship God in spirit and in truth, do that. I would rather us do that than to walk into a church and be fake, avoid God's people, and just try to be seen. That ain't it. Make a difference, be the change, and be the change like yesterday. People are watching you. Who's gonna either be inspired or detoured by your so-called walk? Y'all know, it's some people out here, we see them, we know, like, Good fruit just falling all off. They just good. They just delight. They're just beautiful. We know people like that. We also know people that are standing up there just as broken as they want to be, but don't want to give up them titles. They don't want to give up them checks. (laughs) They ain't trying to give up the church's money. Oh, okay. Yeah, she went there and did. I understand that the church has to operate a certain way to be able to give back to the poor and help single mamas. And I understand that. But some of us is just in it for the check and the status. Y'all gotta be done with that. Come on now. If you don't go get you a regular, regular job, it's money out here. You don't got to use God's people to get it though. If you're going to be in leadership, please, I hope it's a calling because who really out here trying to be a pastor for real, like on purpose? Man, if you knew the weight that carried, ain't nobody going for that for real. Yeah, Lord, sign me up. No, most times a pastor will tell you, no, this really ain't the lane I was trying to be in. However, I'm going to make do and I'm going to do the best I can. You got people out here that's really living that thing out. You really do. And shout out to y'all. You know who you are. I ain't going to name no names because people get salty and then they like to tussle. And I don't have time to tussle. Yeah, this heavy, y'all. I already know. Everybody that I talked to since last week's uh, podcast was like, ooh, ouch, Toya, you hit me. One girl was like, Toya, stay out of my business. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't talking about nobody. I'm just saying what I'm saying. I'm, I'm talking about what I've seen. I want to please God. I know that most of us genuinely want to please God. Sometimes that flesh gets in the way. That's normal. But the deeper that relationship is with Christ, the easier the enemy is to come back. I'm not going to say he's going to ease up. Matter of fact, he's going to go harder on you. But you stay grounded. You keep that faith. 
and you keep doing the work of the Lord, it's going to work out for you some way, somehow. But I'm just asking for the people that's out here playing, please stop. If you don't intend to stop, just have a seat because you're hurting people along the way. Some of us are not as strong as the next. I'm a pretty tough cookie, if I say so myself, okay? I'm pretty tough. But there have been situations where I have questioned a lot of things. I have questioned, do I even want to come back to church? <laughs> Is this the life I want to live? I've been on that. So I get it. But my purpose is bigger than me. And it's bigger from than just an every Sunday membership situation. Like, no, it's really about saving God's people, doing the work and being a genuine person. And I promise you, you'll love it here. <laughs> it's peaceful here. There's joy here. Come on now. Y'all already hashtag ask me how I know. I will tell you. Y'all already know. Once again, I've given us much to think about. Um, I don't know if this will continue into next week. I know a lot of people whose hearts are still broken and some people's hearts are hardened to where they won't even listen to me, a friend. They won't even listen to you. Pray for them people. Pray for those people who have been damaged by the church and not the real church. Again, I commend the churches that are here that are trying, that are doing the work, that are righting wrongs. They are out here, y'all. They are out here. But there are a few that have gotten caught up in the wrong thing. Church is more than a business. Stop treating it like that, y'all. We gotta do better. The Lord, them lights gonna get paid. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. Come on, Pastor. Keep treating people right and watch how God blesses. Keep treating people right. Offer somebody a smile. Be genuine. Be open. If some, if you ask someone how, how they're doing and they tell you, don't just walk away. Take a listen. You never know how a small gesture could literally change someone's life. So think of every breath you take as a moment to show someone Jesus Christ. And that's in your own way. Y'all know by now I'm silly. I am random. Sometimes I make sense. Sometimes I don't. But my heart is pure and I draw people to me in hopes to draw them to Christ. And I love it here. It's fun. Jesus, you don't have to be dry to come to church and know the Lord. You don't got to be dry. Why do you think he made you the way he made you? Come on now. I used to know dry people and I've seen God do a work <laughs> suddenly <laughs> and he did it. <sighs> this was heavy. I understand, but it's necessary. I'm excited for us who maybe heard themselves in this podcast and he was like, you know what? She right. Let me, let me, let me make some changes. Tomorrow is not promised y'all. Tomorrow is not promised. People are leaving this earth left and right. Make sure you do your part while you're here. Make the best of your time here. Life is a gift. Make the best of it. All right. I know y'all probably done with me today. Come back next week. I love you. Bye.